Hello, Hello. Oh, oh, hi. 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 Hi, how are you? Hello. Hello. And welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. Gurgle. There it is. As this week, we'll be talking about Full Gear, what we thought of it. We've been talking about your mama. We got a, uh, a card to talk about that we uh, from our last week's draft. And uh, we get to find out what we're drafting next week. I am your host, Joseph Lussell. Uh, I have no idea what he's going to do to us, Corey. Yeah, because he gets to pick it. And I'm alongside here. Bradley presents Karate Fighters. And I'm alongside here with the greatest human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Finally, the database has come back to Joe's couch. Easy, guy. Easy. That's just where I am, so. Oh, okay. And Milton Bradley's stepson, the chosen one. better not have come on this couch. Just saying. (laughs) Mike Booble. What? <laughs> those cum stains. I would worry about those cum stains those right there. No, that's um, that's um, frosting. Isn't that why we employ the gravy janitor? What the yeah, fuck yeah, is Devin yeah, doing? He's just, that's his entire purpose in life he's is doing, to clean he's, up. He's not semen. doing the job. Unfortunately, okay? he's creating as many messes as he's cleaning. He's I not, mean, he's not doing the job, guys. Okay. The whole point. Oh, rock, rock till you drop. Rock, rock, never stop. Heard that. Joe's dad Hell. kicking off the Survivor Series hey, 1995. First of all, sir, that is no Sully award winner. Oh, there it is. And Joseph Marty Gennetti. And Martin. Raiden? <laughs> His full name, Martin Gershowitz Gennetti. Really? I found out because I accidentally saw Joe's birth certificate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Martin Gershowitz Gennetti Jr. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Go through the hell. Hi, Daddy. Hi. He bought him a night with Tammy when he was 12. Hmm. Yikes. We can treat herpes. It's fine. Should we talk about... Uh, Speaking of her, hey! Hey. I think it's skinny Tammy. It's That's skinny not as fun. Tammy. It's not as fun. Should we talk about uh, full gear? I mean, if you, if you want, want to. to. I'm fully erect. What? I'm fully. All right. So let's talk about some full <laughs> gear from AEW from a couple days ago. I can't help it. This beautiful, svelte, sunny doesn't get me aroused. I need Fat Tammy now. <laughs> he needs that grease ball. <laughs> I need that Whirlpool refrigerator walking down the road. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. What, the, what, what exactly is a body Donna, by the way? Um, um, skip? <laughs> <laughs> what is... Was there one before him, though? I'll look it up for you guys right now. Man, that guy's hard knocks life, that guy. Yeah. Um, no idea. Doesn't say. Not even a... I'd take a bullet for Dr. Tom. I'd put one in Bruce. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, and you can see that on adfreeshows.com. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're coming off full gear as also we get to mark out no sell for WWE Survivor Series. That's I mean, this week. Now, when you say get to, <laughs> we have to. I mean, now, shocker what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm nothing but markouts, baby. There it is. So let's talk about full gear. How we finally got to watch it, uh, you know, day late since Bleacher Report streaming site. Since Bleacher Report and sucks. Fight TV are straight back in 1996. As uh, in most in most streaming sites, you can pause it and then rewind it back to the beginning. Well, Bleacher Report decided to, let's not do that. And you get to watch wherever we're at. Watch it live or don't fucking watch it. There it is. So we got to watch the final four matches 
I'd the, say we came out ahead of the end. I think so. Hey, you. So let's talk about them. Corey, you got your card ready? Got it right here. All right. Monsignor. So let's start with the uh, buy-in as it was Sheeta and Thunder Rosa defeating Jamie Hayter. Hater's going to hate and Nyla Rose. 12 minutes and 32 seconds. Two and three-quarter stars. It was a decent pre-show match. It did its purpose to get the crowd going. Um, really nothing else to say about it. It was nondescript. It's like their set. The yeah. set was dope. The set was beautiful. Um, you know why? Not overdone. Kevin Dunn. Hey, Classic there it is. There. So let's wow. go. Well, I like the set. The I like the <laughs> set. That was awesome. The idea that, you know, hey, they changed the set for per pay-per-view. They have four, so they, um, you know, I mean, they still it bother doing the same old fucking thing for pay-per-views and TV shows? Yeah. Yeah. Looking at you, WWE. That's why no one's really watching WWE. In my well, mind. That, that's abysmal. Yeah. So let's go to the main show as uh, the two of the four pillars took, took on each other. MJF defeating Darby Allen in 22 minutes and six seconds. And how did Darby say he was going to beat? Uh, uh, how did MJF going to beat Darby? He started off the night by saying he can beat him with a with a uh, headlock takeover. Yep. How did he win? And a headlock takeover. There it is. But it was beautiful because they worked it throughout the entire match. These two put on a clinic. You forget. I said this yesterday to you. Um, because most of his shtick is getting heat with the mic, you forget MJF can fucking work. Mm-hmm. And this match, Darby Allen is fantastic. These two did exactly what you'd want them to do. Um, I love the work. Um, I love MJF selling of the knee. I like the tombstone on the outside, the hardest part of the ring, Joe. There it is. I did not I know that. Enjoyed Darby's, come up later the night. Yeah. Darby's <laughs> usual, like just nonstop kamikaze offense. I enjoyed best the, dive in the game. The coffin drop to the to the hardest part of the ring. Um, that like reverse, like Alabama <laughs> slam. Well, what happened was Darby Allen was going for code red. Yeah, and MJF pulls him by the legs back over, catches him at the highest part, and yeah. drops him down in a very high and tight power bomb. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, he. Kicks him in the nuts. But then the best part is uh, he brings... So, the psychology, because he said the entire feud. That he's going to break him mentally. And, and he's get going him to cheat. And get him to cheat. So, he brings the, the skateboard in and gives it to Darby and begs him to hit him. And when he does it, he distracts the ref, pulls out his dynamite diamond ring, punches Darby, knocking him out, but grabs him, takes him over in a headlock takeover, and gets the pin. I fucking love that. I love Holy that. Holy shit. I loved this match. I gave it four stars. Wow. Only four. I'm I, surprised by that. I, you know what? And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, in hindsight, now that it's worn off, so am I. But like I said, whenever I get good old JR's uh, live input during a show, my grades automatically go down. Did You saw his tweet to you today, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, you, fucking, you said that there during the time. I, I didn't see what he said. Oh, uh, I'll bring it up in a, when we get to when the we part. get to yeah. I was like, yeah. he's just repeating. Uh, right. so, yeah. <laughs> so I said uh, off mic. Uh, I'll repeat it here. The MJF stick wouldn't work if he couldn't wrestle. Yeah, it would 100%. fizzle out. Nobody would care. There's been a there's been a lot of people who have can get heat on a mic, and then that goddamn bell has to ring. How often have you seen a situation come up where another wrestler pretty much created this char- the character? Um, and that's EC3. 
mm-hmm. Ethan Carter III. He, that was the original template for MJF. The spoiled, bratty, come from money, never has to worry about anything, but so into themselves, they alienate everybody, including the family. EC3 did it first in TNA, and he and let's give credit where it's due. He knocked it out of the park. He made himself a star after a terrible WWE developmental run. And but MJF came along and did it so much better that the original guy quit doing it and changed character. It's not quite because he couldn't compete. It's not quite apples to apples. Uh, it's a different character, but but the basis is. I there. would say Ric Flair and Buddy Rogers. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, yeah, Buddy and Nature Boy here. You're there. Um, mm-hmm. So that's how yeah, that's how much he's killing it. I mean, he, he literally the, the the creator was like, "You got this." And what makes Darby special is he can do the crazy <laughs> shit that he does, right? Mm-hmm. But look what happens in two stripe reviews when you put him in the ring with Punk. With MJF, he knows how to tell a story, and he can fucking wrestle his ass off. Yes, he can. Yep. And the first part is especially true. He tells a story. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. The biggest thing, and I must sound like an old-timer, but, and, but it, this, is, this is the only thing. If the new guys could learn to tell a story with this awesome athleticism, then they'd be so much better off. You wonder how Darby learned, because... He came up in the generation, like the, with watching the young bucks and people like that who just don't have that ability. Oh, I know how he came. It's crazy it. to me. He got it because he was trained by Buddy Wayne in the Pacific Northwest. Buddy Wayne was a Portland wrestling legend. Never really made it big, but he was one of those guys who was around here and he trained a lot of guys. And he was there and he did job matches for WWE and WWE. And, and he was just a, a Portland institution unfortunately passed away a couple years ago his son nick wayne is killing it in gcw and other places at the moment he's only 16 yeah he is and he's uh, gonna he's, be at like he's he's at the last defy and he yeah. was uh he, he tagged with uh, cody chun and his name their name was wayne chun he never Fucking really Christ. i mean his dad never got to see him wrestle but he took Fantastic. that and he's running with it uh, uh, but, but that's the guy that taught darby and he's taught a lot of the guys in the Northwest. And they all have that basis. They can tell a story. They have fundamentals. You know what's crazy? I was thinking about this. If we flash back to the first Defy show in Portland, yeah, we were lucky enough to be in attendance for Darby and Strickland. Yeah. Right? Fantastic <laughs> fucking match, right? Yep. I would have bet money that night that Strickland was the star. I was like, no, Darby's cool, but Strickland's the guy. Because the storyline... That the story, is incorrect. The, the storytelling, and that was the fact that Darby was returning to yeah. wrestling. Corey was stopped. like, oh, Darby's good. You gotta watch the Strickland guy. Yeah, though. the whole time you're Strickland. And he's a star. He, he, and he still is. It's just that he's working for the company that... <laughs> doesn't know how to fucking use doesn't stars. Doesn't know how to use stars, mm-hmm. so he's... And Darby is... Rushing it. It's yep. that crazy thing that AEW's been around for two years, and Darby Allen is, I mean, one, you, is one of those guys that can lose and still not hurt his. They gave him the name Swerve still in WWE, but have you seen Swerve no. in WWE no. since day one? No. Anything like the dude we saw who no. had so much charisma nope. just no. walking around the fucking ring that before the bell rang, you guys were like, oh yeah. No. That's the dude. <laughs> we get the other two in front of him. Yeah. It's apples and oranges. Yeah. Nick, uh, Tony Khan actually lets people be themselves. Be themselves. And what a difference it makes. It's yeah. it's like watching old wrestling. But I digress. Man. Great fucking match. Yeah. I mean, good luck following that. <laughs> what well, did follow, Joe? Uh, what followed next was the AEW Tag Team Championship as the Lucha Brothers defeat FTR. 
by the way, it's a meme. What you were laughing about yesterday, where he just jumps out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's a meme now. Uh, it's just out of fucking like nowhere. Your, it's like when your superhero brother comes to help you in a fight. <laughs> 18, he just mad and glitched. <laughs> in Eighteen minutes and thirty six seconds. The uh, the meme was uh, if uh, one of the ones I saw was like, if you ever played uh, Marvel versus Capcom, and when you switch characters, the other one jumps <laughs> in the ring. What in the shit? Just he Thor fucking landed in the middle of the goddamn ring. Like, yes, you yeah, did. Corey, where'd you give it? I gave this negative two stars, three and a half. Oh. Uh, it fell a little flat for me, and I hated the ending with the mass confusion. What is yeah. this? The, the killer bees and then in the late eighties, WF. Well, you know, FTR loves the uh, that, that type of shit. I mean, I, I, and I get it. It keeps it open for another match if need be, but it also keeps it open. You don't want uh, FTR to, to look. To take a straight loss. But is there a need for the fucking match? No. Like, who's asking for that? Well, they're having it in AAA again, but, but that's for those belts. But I, no, I expect Lucha to move on to someone else at this point. I'm trying to figure out who. My guess is Santana Ortiz. Santana Ortiz. They've been at saying. Oh, I, I was watching a. I was watching a, the Sammy vlog, and they had F, uh, they had a, they were doing a signing with uh, Santana Ortiz, and a fan brought a tag title. <laughs> Uh, Ortiz has it and it's like, hey, do you think we're. You're... Sammy's like, oh, look, future and your future. And he just looks at the camera and he's like, no. <laughs> but that'd be, that'd be awesome if they can get uh, Ortiz and Santana because of the fact that what what, they, what have they been doing? Whatever. Since, since FT. Since the. Uh, since the match. They've yeah. been stuck doing whatever feud Jericho gets in, but they don't get to start it. They just get to finish it. Yeah, they get to come Jericho's in. Jericho's feuds are all about Jericho at first, and then he brings in the inner circle once the heat's dead. Let's finish it off in a text where he has to take no bumps. I wonder if that sounds like a brother. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, dude. He learned. Um, you, I know, you probably don't remember it, but we watched a Impact Slammiversary pay-per-view a couple years ago. I think it was 2018 where LAX takes on the Lucha Brothers for the Impact Tag Team titles. And they had the most goddamnedest fucking <laughs> brawl you've ever... I mean, they, they took the, the ring, the the, uh, the mat off, and just had the boards in there, and they were pile-driving each other on it, and they were flying around the outside of the ring and I shit. I slightly and, remember it. I mean, those two teams have chemistry, and I hope it's them that's feuding again. Not to mention Santana Ortiz deserves to be in that level. Because they've... When they, got, when, when they got hired on, we're like, ooh, here we go. Because you had, at the time, it was Lucha, Bucks, and uh, and then them. They're like, okay, cool. And then FTR came. Well, what do we do with them? All right, we're pushing FTR. All right, then. In my opinion, and they had to do the Omega page tag team for the yeah. storyline. But in my opinion, a lot, and there's a lot of smoke to the fire when it's the, oh, FTR has been held down by the Bucks. Kind of because they're on you know, competition. Yeah, there's a lot of smoke to that fire. Yep, I can't prove a thousand percent it's true, but there's a lot of smoke. But to me, it happened to Santana Ortiz before FTR even showed up. Yep, they've yep. been the yes. deep free since day one. Yes, just kind of chilling here. Yeah. So unfortunately for Santana Ortiz, the internet already loved them about ten years ago. The FTR is the new internet's fucking hard yeah. on. So. But they were fantastic in the Defy when we saw them. Oh, they're great. Yeah, they're. At, they might come up later in uh, something. We they're do. Yeah. equally as good as the Bucks and FTR in terms of the best teams in the world. Yes, in my opinion, they're just and they're tight. Like they're so good at this point. They've got their reps in and they know what they're doing. Hopefully, they get the show. It'll probably be fucking. 
best friends or something. If only they were as good as Brazongo. That's all I'm saying. There it is. Um, but maybe they'll bring in mm, Gorgeous and Dirty Dango, which is what they're going by now. Gross, <laughs> dude. You don't want to look mm, Gorgeous and Dirty Dango? Fuck that. Maybe. Uh, our next match Joe was... Would. Joe would totally. I wouldn't art mark out. I don't find my Fandango shirt. Uh, you have a Fandango shirt? No. I don't believe you. I'll find it. Uh, he does. Not that he said it. He, he 100% it. he has a Fandango shirt. <laughs> Coming up next is the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Finals. Oh, I thought you skipped a couple of minutes. So I was like, <laughs> no, no. Wrapping the shit up, I guess. No, no. We're, we're so deep. Some other shit happened. Don't worry about it. The roster's it's, deep. It's, that it's, this I mean, is the fourth match that I asked. These papers are deep. Like, as Brian Danielson defeats Miro in a 20-minute match. Before Corey gets there, just like think about like what we've already talked about. Yeah. Flashback a year ago about how different the roster was. Oh, yeah. Like, holy shit, it's, it's dude. It's night and day. So, hang There's on. There's so much fucking talent on this roster now. I gave this three and three quarters mm-hmm. hell of a match that actually had me wondering who would win. In the end, the right guy went over, and I can't wait till this week. To hear what promo Miro has to cut on God for having lost this match, <laughs> I have I have last year's card and I'll break it down for a se- little bit. Uh, this match was great, uh, uh, totally different from a uh, WWE. The best thing to happen in wrestling this year to me, on a personal level, may not be everyone else's cup of tea, is Brian Danielson coming to AEW. Just having those matches, he has been so fucking great. He hasn't he he hasn't won a match using the same finisher. And he's just, you can tell he's out there having fun again. I love the American Dragon. It's so much better than watching Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So that, to me, is that's the best thing that's happened this year. I 100% agree. After watching the first match, I was like, ooh, this guy's going to be different. Because you never got to see American Dragon. I'm not, yeah. And I will have some more thoughts on American Dragon later in the night when we get to certain matches. Make a difference, Fatu. Calm down. So what do you guys, so before we move on, what do you guys... Right call here, because er- oh yeah, for sure. Originally, so. originally it's going to be Moxley versus Danielson. Probably Danielson was going to beat him anyway. Yeah. I, the way I look at things, it would have made sense. So here's where I'm, I'm stuck. Khan doesn't over freak out and change things just because something gets shot in the fly. Mm-hmm. So this leads me to believe Danielson was always going to win. Yeah. However, if you look at the way things are set up, the heel Moxley, which was coming. Against Hangman Page makes all the sense in the world for his first feud. Yes. Does, so, it, does it now, though? You know, no, it doesn't now. Ooh. But at the time, so like... Maybe... Part of you's thinking, did they switch it? But he doesn't really do that. He has a plan, and he sticks to it, unless it's clearly not working. Yeah. But Danielson's working, so I figure he's always supposed to win. It was also smart because, to me, if Miro won, clear as day Page is winning that belt later tonight. Yeah. Because you're not doing Kenny Omega and Miro. No. So... Good call on their part. Uh, Our next match was a Falls Count Anywhere match as Christian Cage and Jurassic Express, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, defeat the super click of Adam Cole and the Young Bucks in 22 minutes and 35 seconds. Is... Hmm. Go on. Is that Cole being hampered by the super click thing a little bit? I... I, th- I think it's kind of like when Miro first came in. Yes. It's not really what you want to see Adam Cole doing, but it's for a bigger something later on. Like, I feel you have to have the... Because the he took the pin, didn't he? 
Uh, yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt did. Jackson Matt did. Because okay. Matt took the concerto by Jungle Boy. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. That's so, right. like, I think you have to have this important time right now so that he can have the Kenny Omega strife later. Um, so, I think that's what they're doing. I think I, 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 it, it is. I think they are hampering down, but it's also the fact that they don't want to push him too far. And I agree. It's the Miro situation of you, you're happy that he's here. He's you're happy with his friends. And, Give him a couple months. And to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. You, you can't push, push Punk and Brian and Cole. Like at some point, yeah. somebody can't hey, be pushed. Like, and, yeah, somebody yeah. has to go backseat, I guess, yeah. at some point. So, But they're doing a good job of, okay. And they've got, Paul, and they've got Cole longer. And, so, yeah, and <laughs> They got longer with Cole. And they're doing a great thing of, okay, we'll put Cole last kind of thing situation. But they're good at making sure that even when he's down here, he has a... Good story going on with, you know. Yeah, like he's not being wasted. It's, he's not it's, being on main event or rampage all the time or elevation or dark. He is There's forefront. a lot of talent in that company. He does a pretty good job of making sure the ones who need to stay relevant do stay relevant. Like, yeah. So not next year. So we'll talk about later. I think we each have some pretty good ideas about what next year could look like at AEW. But think about in 2023. There's four pay-per-views for AEW in a year. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole beats... Moxley in February. Then he beats Danielson in May, Punk in September, and then Omega for the title in November. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Talking <laughs> about a culmination. Right. And it's the right dude. A culmination. I think like, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Write that down and send it to Khan and make sure when he wins that uh, he He's calls the culmination. This not this week on Dynamite. Oh, no. He listens. Oh yeah. We don't this it. week on Dynamite. They all I listen. know I underrated this. I only gave it three and a half. This was, that seems this very was low. Yeah. This, this was insane. Very low. And it, it wasn't as good as the first match, so I think that's even better. I think I, I might have to go back and reflect this and grapple, but you, you might uh, want to. But three and, and a half. This was fun and did what it needed to do, which was build up Jungle Boy, which is really what I thought most of this match was. Not Cole, but it yep. was Jungle Boy. And continue the elite storyline. Yep. Where eventually it'll go. Yeah. This company does a real good job of getting these big names, but yet still focusing on and establishing the young guys they see a future in. Um, in WWE, I think it's fair to say we've watched it enough. Bringing in two names at once, and people like Jungle Boy and MJF would have been put on the back burner completely. Yeah. Not even thought about. Nope. Whereas here, they're continuing their rise, and Darby's <laughs> continuing his rise. Yeah. Like, WWE hardcore fans feel like in order to get someone, they have to, like, come in the first night and win the world title. Yeah. That's not how you build somebody. No, but, this yeah. is how you build somebody. It's, that's it's called, incremental. That's called hot shotting. It, like, and it's detrimental to your business. It's it, incremental it, when you build them up. It's like this. Episode one of Dynamite, you bring out Sammy Guevara wearing a panda hat. Yeah. And all... I know I went. Like, it was not a good look. Who's this kid? You know, it's like, too indie. Uh, I think boy. someone told him that. Yeah. yeah. Who's this? Two years later, Guevara's up there for me. You know, like I'm Spanish watching the vlog God. every week with the producer and, and all that better. stuff. He's gotten so much too. better. Yeah. And, and he was good to begin with. Yeah. Like I knew MJF going in. I did not know who Jungle Boy was. You know, the pillars. I knew Darby. So I knew, I knew you know, half of the pillars that they're calling them. You know? And they have so many young guys who can be pillars. They didn't even mention the one that they've spent two and a half years building into their main guy, which is Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. He so, wasn't even counted as a pillar. Which is why I, that's who I consider over Jungle Boy. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, but, like, about incrementally building somebody, like, we're looking at, so we're watching uh, Survivor Series 1995. 
which you can hear them talk about briefly on the Monday Night War Stories at NoSoundEntertainment.com. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. But Brief. I mean, how long was Shawn Michaels in the tag team? And then oh, slowly yeah. he got singles matches. Uh, five, six years. And slowly he got a bigger push. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't overnight. Rome isn't built in a day. Yep. Um, yeah, no, the guy in the main event here tonight is going to win the world title again. Bret Hart, same thing. Mm-hmm. Tag team forever. Yeah. Uh, look, they just spent two and a half years building up their new world champ, and we have no idea how it's going to work business-wise. But they've done the right job, the right way, of actually getting you to care, to build, and to, here we go. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. I have, I, I have very little fear that it's going to be a bad business decision. But you can say this is the first title reign in their company. That's, that's a question mark. The question mark. Their we'll product is hot enough, or I don't think it's going to be... I think it would, it would be fair to say it's probably going to slump a little. And in all fairness, he's got the opponents. That's really what matters. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> got, he's got dance partners. Um, they're cool. I'll get to it later. Um, he does have step partners. I just so. really don't want to talk about the next match. Well, we're... we're, we're, we're well, hey, he's all racism. He did... It's all, as our next match was Cody Rhodes and Pac defeating Malachi Black and Andrade. Eddie there you go. I can do a JR like Il Dololo uh, in 16 minutes and 52 Jesus seconds. Fuck. It went way too long. Pac pinned Andrade so the Malachi Black and Cody thing can continue. Cool. You want my exact words? Yes. Yep. Two and three quarter stars. This was awkward, in my opinion, mainly due to one guy, but he cured racism, so who am I to judge? And he has a sweet tattoo. Uh, let's move on. I have nothing more to say about this. Thank you. Three guys worked hard. Mm, Cody. Well, yeah. Uh, our next match is for the AEW Women's World Championship <laughs> as Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeats Ty Conte in 15 minutes and 24 seconds. First of all, uh, I would watch them do other stuff that isn't wrestling. But second off, uh, Britt, why are you trying to kill Ty Conte? Why, why are you trying to kill her? By the way. Why are you trying to kill her? Until Alexa, if she ever returns to her goddess form, Ty Conti. Oh, she's been replaced? Ooh, she's, yeah, she's moved into the number one spot. I can't wait till uh, Strom Brahma gets there and she gets those hands. Just God gotta, damn it. Just got to follow on that gram, baby. Oh, Ty Conti. I mean, Almost damn. died. I mean, damn. I mean, almost <laughs> died. Remember that hardest part of the ring we talked about earlier in the other match? Yeah, she found out. Well, DMD tried to give her whiplash off it. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> that I don't know what ring. Yeah. happened, but this I, was... honestly, I think Ty Conti's just too big. Like, too, she's too tall to I... do that spot because Britt's kind of short. I gave it three and a quarter. I said this is in between what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Not as good as it could have been, but not as bad as many feared it would be. It's. <sighs> I don't want to say the women's division is bad because it's not bad. But it's just a work in progress. It needs help. It's a work in progress. It's not there yet. It's the one thing that WWE has better. You just got to get the reps in. They don't so many of them are so show young. it weekly, but they yeah. have a better division. They're so young, and they're just getting the reps in is what it needs. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. My God. Career dead. Awesome. <laughs> um, it, but, you know, it's like those things of I, I like the fact that what they're doing with AEW is they're gonna push Ty Conte, get her to the get her to that main event test, and see how it goes, and see if they can stick her there to move on. I like we, we had we had good old Jr. here who said she sucks. That and then they they blew their load already with Soho, and it's just like 
Uh, you can come back to that. You can yes. come, yeah. That's fine. Uh, I like Nick Khan's Eye for Talent because he said... With Tony Gunn? Or Tony yeah, yeah, come on, man. I hear so many podcasts about him killing everybody. Killing I the like biz. Tony Khan's Eye for Talent because he said when, when Ty Conti was released, first thing he Should thought be was, dead. I need her. Sag it off. I need her, in the, I need her on my roster. And trust me, when she was released, she was not a hot button. She no. it was like, flash in the pan, she'll never wrestle again. Who cares? What do you do with Britt? Eventually, she has to lose. She's. I think it's ro- Thunder. There's just no... But what does that do for the rest of the division, though? Thunder I, Rosa is 36? I think it can't be Thunder. I mean, it can. They can do it. But I think you need... You're in a corner. You, you back yourself in the corner a little bit here. I think you need to f- find somebody on your roster who's young, like a Ty Conti. Maybe Anna Jay. I don't know. But someone... It has to be someone of that level to beat Britt because it'll elevate them. It's not Red Velvet. That'd work. No. That was you terrible. You need more people to be elevated. The one good way to elevate someone who's at that moment Cargill? is have them beat Britt. Jade? No, she's no. not there. Yeah. That's just, I, I, don't I think I, we I don't all th- have the same fear that it's going to be Nyla Rose. I don't think they have anybody there. Yeah. She sucks, dude. She's I terrible. Think personally, I could be wrong, but I think the TBS title was gearmarked for Rosa. I think it was a, you've come in. You came in when we really needed help. You bailed us out. We signed you. Take this belt and make it. Are they pushing all their chips in on the Charlotte thing and I hoping like help is. she she leaves and they sign her? I mean, I don't want her there. That sucks. But attitude wise, they may not want her there. Do you think? Do you think? What about uh, if they push Jamie Hader? They do the whole. She she could turn on her and get turn her on her. She's been good. Boy, she takes. You know, we've seen a lot of videos lately of people not catching people on the outside. Can't say that about Jamie Hader. That woman can base. She'll take the. She takes yeah. it. It's all about that base. No, no. <laughs> Thank you, Megan Trainer. See, I knew one. No fumble. I knew one. There it is. I'm proud I'm of you. I'm trying to think of evidence on the roster who like, who might even be in the running. Uh, well, you might ask that, but I can uh, do Brandy it. Rhodes. There it is. As she wants to come back, I was, trying to, see if, I was trying to see if I would get a quarter choke on his drink. That may be who's going to do it through no fault of anyone Gross, else's, dude. I think you can go back to Soho. I do too. I think it has to be Soho. Give Rosa the TBS. I belt don't necessarily to, uh, entirely disagree, but they blew it a little bit early with Soho. You probably could have built to that a little bit longer. Here, here's the probably woman. this pay per view, to be honest. But here's the women: uh, Abaddon already faced. Not gonna no. uh, Bunny is no. already Fuck, no. already uh, she's a heel. Anna J. We've done. Big you sw- could go back. Big yeah. swole. We've no. done. Gross. Um, Sheeta. We've done. No. Nope. Uh, uh, it can't be a tiny Japanese Cargill, woman. not ready. Jamie oh. Hader, maybe. Chris Jamie Statlander, Hader. we've done. We've done. Uh, we have, she, that hurts, man, because I like Statlander. She is just not progressing the way she needs to at all. She is really plateaued. We have Leva, uh, Leva Bates. No. Not, Who? Uh, oh, she's the librarian. Librarian. Oh, they haven't pants. done nothing. Blue pants. Uh, Layla Hurst. No. Uh, if you get once she's gets the ring time, she's yeah. gonna be really good. We have, once she grows to above four feet tall, she'll be short. Fucking awesome. Yeah, Nyla Rose. Jonathan uh, Gresham says she needs to be taller. We have a Pen- <laughs> uh, Penel- Penelope Ford. No. Nope. Uh, we've done Red Velvet. Nope. We have Riho. Nope. We have Ruby Soho. We've done Ser- Serena Deeb. If she's not the heel, <laughs> she's a heel. But uh, she can definitely be. But the thing is, like, she is a heel, but technically, he's Brit is too. But Brit's not a heel. Brit's a tweener. Brit's a face. Deeb could do it. Deeb could. could. Deeb's not bad. Then you have Ty Conte, 
Did, you can always go back to Conti after a while. We have done. We have Thunder Rosa, and then because uh, there's nothing wrong with going back to women uh, again once you've gone through everybody. Yes. Yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. You uh, and then you. How many times uh, did Flair wrestle Luger? That's why they have wins loss records. Right. Whole How many times did Flair wrestle Sting? Yep, once. <laughs> Who does the rock and uh, Yuka Saka so, uh, Saki. What? Yeah, you suck it to me. Suck it to me. <laughs> so we have uh, them. So, uh, so of that list, that's not impressive to me. There's only three. Soho, yeah. I think, is the it's answer. Like Soho, Deeb, or Rosa. And none of those I, really do it for me. I got to be honest. They really don't, man. But like outside of Charlotte, like there's no one else that's imminent, like imminently leaving. That other company. So I don't well, know who else there... you would do. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Poor Ring of Honor. They just started a women's division and then find out they're going out of business. Yeah. I'm trying to think, is there any women? They had a couple of interesting women, but again, they would be worse There's than nobody progress. impact? No. No. Really. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you could always have... Uh, depending on how her contract is over there, you can always have Deanna Parazzo go through that forbidden door. I guess the way you could do it is have Britt go over there and take their title and have be a champ champ, and then eventually somebody beats her for the Impact title. I actually like the idea better of Deanna coming through and beating yeah. her for the AEW and beating title. her for the AEW title. For for the ROH women, you have Amy Rose. She's no. the ring announcer. No, uh, Angelina Love. Nope. No, smells great though. <laughs> Roxy is the champion. She's Je- young. Jenny Rose, Roxy, nope. um, Miranda Leeds, Kellyanne, who had done dark matches. Mandy Leon, Mania, uh, Maria Maniac, Maria. And the more I'm thinking about Diana Parazzo, that's an interesting that's idea. idea. That's not bad. She has some name value. People will know. She can work. They can be work. She can help Britt get through a match. And that's about it. Yeah. That's not and then bad. Have them feud for a while. And then that's your way to backdoor her in like they did Rosa. Yeah. Because you know that's going to happen anyway. That's not bad. She does not. I mean, she burned that bridge at WWE and they burned the bridge with her. So if she get, leaves Impact, realistically, where's she going? So right. might as well get her in now. Not terrible. Yeah. I like that's that. That's a good idea. I like that. So let's go to our next we match. And she just held the Impact title for like a year. So yeah. what else has she got to do there? And this lost it to Mickey James. Yeah. So there's a. There's a kick in the ass. Right. So let's go to our next match. CM Punk defeats Eddie Kingston in 11 minutes. It's a dream match for Corey here. I fucking loved it, too. You know who didn't love it? Good old JR. Good old JR. Well, he's down on Punk's return, which he might be the only one. He's, he's it. Three and three quarters. Well, him and Vince. Exactly <laughs> what it should have been. Ugly, nasty, filled with hatred. Punk bled, but got the win despite the crowd being split. Oh, yeah. Because they found out something. Everybody just assumed with that return and all that, CM Punk's going to get cheered universally. Eddie Kingston has a connection with the crowd that few wrestlers get. Yep. It's, uh, it's Mick Foley. He never even needs to win another match. It's the Mick Foley connection. Yeah, like, it's he's just real. This weird, underground, like, lovable loser kind of thing. You can look at him. That's what the Cubs were before 2016. Right? You can look at him and you go, he's real. Yeah. That motherfucker's real. Because yeah. he is real. He's like <laughs> the easier to swallow Nick Gage. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a bank addicted drug robber. He would have absolutely <laughs> been a lifer in ECW if it was around. For sure. When he came. For like, sure. He'd have been the new Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. This has been like, this is the Ooh. guy. He's here. Well, maybe not nowadays. Tommy. 
Tommy. Eddie has a good uh, Eddie. Thing. Eddie. Eddie has a good track record. I mean, with go back to uh, fucking after. How was it? All out in September. Yeah. That fucking speech he gave the locker room. Yep. Like he's been there eight months and he's the fuck. He's the locker room fucking leader. He's his fucking locker room, dude. I love, I love it's the not Jericho thing, Christ. I love the intensity. Jericho that no. Ken Jericho Kingston comes down. Get out. Yeah, come on, get, get out. out. And get Punk out. was like, fuck it. All right, then. Punk came down. He no stole Miro's shorts. He didn't do clobber in time. He stole Miro's shorts is what he did. Came in. It's a weird look. Yeah. <laughs> weird Sep- look. Separ- refs trying to separate them. Fucking backhand. I love, I love Punk's does. midlife crisis head trying to find out which wrestling year he yeah. wears. Yeah. He can't figure it out yet. He's like, hey, I see Miro rocking them shorts. Maybe I'll try that. Um, so I love that. Ref trying to separate him in the head. He does the backhand. I, <laughs> he I, knocks I, him out. I love Bryce because he posted a photo of uh, him in the middle of them. And, and the, his quote is, sometimes it looks like no one's listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about like, watching that match. Because well, Punk, I don't think, really lost a whole lot from his time off. No, not really. Is it weird that in a way I think he's better than when he left because of his MMA. No, not at all. His it sti- helps him. His it helps style him. is different. He works a little more stiff. Yeah. You know what I and it looks really good. You know what I compare it to? And it's not apples and apples. It's mm-hmm. like apples and oranges. But it's Shawn Michaels after that four-year layoff. Yeah. It may not be MMA that Shawn did, but, it, but there was something different. He learned to work a different way. He matured. It was a, He looked at it from a different viewpoint. Except for that knee in the corner and his GTS, he doesn't really do WWE stuff. No. He really, it's a different no. style of wrestling. What was awesome about this match is the fact that Punk does the running knee, but instead of going away or posing, he's, he just he goes back into punching. He's like, this was a fight. I'm and they're, and it's, um, it's grounded pound punches. It's not yeah. like... Hogan count to ten. No, yeah. they're they're grounded of different punches. Yeah. It's very nice. I like it a lot. No, this was great, and it was visceral, and it was it was a nice change. Um, one thing AEW's gotten good at, and they maybe they struggled a bit with this at the beginning, is changing the pace in the pay per views. Yeah, from okay, yeah, they're all good work rate, but this was a nasty brawl. Omega and Paige told an overarching story. You had the th- the six man mm-hmm. spot fest. Danielson and Miro wrestled and because before it would be two and a half hours of just crazy nonsense, balls to the wall action, and then it would slow down the last match. Yeah, which was weird. It's a and weird way to pace the show. It. Yeah, you're exhausted. So here, people are invested in the story. Like I, the people who like, you're not getting a five star match. Like, what do you want out of this match? No. This, this is, is exactly, exactly what the match needed to be. This is exactly like, what I want. I, the thing was, even though we cut half of it, I felt like the pace was good because we rewatched almost the entirety when we were filming the Monday Night War stories yeah. and the midweek. And Who like, you listen to it, NoSunEntertainment.com. There it is. Here, here's the time frames to where we're at right now in the matches, okay? 22, 18, 20, 22, 16, 15, and 11. That's getting perfect. L- getting a little shorter as we go on, and that's fine. That's good. Uh, you would you expect the main event to go long again, so these ones here can go a little shorter mm-hmm. to give you what you need. But like the back. smallest, the shortest match of the night so far is eleven minutes, and that was Punk and Kingston because it's a different story. It's and not those, a wrestling match. You it's don't the, want them to go longer than that because like, yeah. they're spent. And it's yeah. also a different story. They're also Punk is in his forties. Kingston is near forty, right? He's a year younger than I am, so he's thirty nine. Like they've been around, man. They he can't forty in December. They can't be doing these four to five fucking minute matches, man. No. Oh yeah. But Kingston's not built for that. No. And he shouldn't be. Spe- you try to book him in a 40-minute match, you you deserve to get what you get. Right. Speaking of someone who's not uh, statued for a 20-minute match, 
The inner circle oh. defeats uh, American top team oh. in, in a Minneapolis street fight in 19 minutes and 52 seconds. What happened to this? Four of the five members of the inner circle wrestled. Jericho didn't do much. Before we move on, uh, Corey, yeah. where was this event taking place and why was it significant? So November 13th, unfortunately, is the day that Eddie Guerrero passed away. Um, boy, that rocked me to my core, I'll be honest. And I went to work that day. I, I remember like not thinking of I was just dumbfounded and numb all day, to be honest with you. Because he was, at the time, my favorite worker. Yeah. Like, I was so into him and what he was doing. But he, he passed away 16 years ago on the 13th. They were in Minneapolis that night. They were going to do a double shot, which turned into two tribute shows to Eddie Guerrero. That happened November 13th, 2005 at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hmm. So, full gear. And one of those weird ironies that only wrestling can bring <laughs> only you. Only wrestling. Oh, yeah, was a wrestling, man. November 13th, 2021. They're at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Jesus, Minnesota. Dude. And... A lot of guys paid tribute to Eddie. They were all sincere. And then they were all weren't as well performed, but they were all sincere. Um, but because because you know four months ago this wasn't the date of the pay per view. Nope. It was or a week. It was a week, week, week earlier. Yeah, in St. Louis. And then boxing it, UFC was like, "Fuck you, your pay per view. We're gonna take this night from you." Thanks. <laughs> and Tony Khan, being smart, yeah, smart moved it. Man. He's like, "You know, what? we'll move ours." No. Yeah. And so, it, yeah. Uh, this this match was crazy in a way. At first, Jericho took no bumps. I mean, like no bumps. Yeah. But we had trash cans full of a toaster, a uh, <laughs> the toaster. a ski, um, chairs, candlesticks, uh, a pie, uh, what a bunt cake. There it is, a bunt cake ca- ca- uh, tray. <laughs> um, we figured uh, Hager must be on a Food Network kick. Yeah. Um, sh- Sammy Guevara taking the Jeff Hardy spot of climbing up the 20-foot ladder and then just doing well, the swan Well, it was pretty jump. clear who was going to take that. Oh, I mean, it wasn't going to be Jerry. I, I was thinking it was going to be a 450 or something. You know, like, that's how crazy Guevara is. But I I enjoyed the match for what it was. You know, we wanted to see what Lambert would do, and Lambert did what uh, Corey says. Uh, he's pulling the Heenan oh, yeah. by just running around. I give this three and a half. I put stupid fun. Mm-hmm. Lambert channel, channeling uh, autocorrect changed it to Bobby Bean, but Bobby Heenan was awesome, yeah. right? Jericho channeling WCW era Roddy Piper and taking no bumps wasn't. Yeah, fake Bill Clinton, baby. Well, they're in DC, you know. <laughs> well, you know. I, uh, man. Well, I know what he's saying right here. I'm a big fan of Bam Bam. I used to watch him on the weekends growing up with his, you know, with with Pebbles and. Fred and Barney, they were great. I hope Jericho goes away. God, he sucks. <laughs> Did you hear the newest cornet? No. Brian last is like, you know what I hope? I hope Fozzie takes off. I hope they have just a worldwide number one smash hit, and he's in so much in demand that he's just never here anymore. God damn, this sucks, man. Yo. Um, so, before the main event, one, uh, Tony Schiavone's on stage. And decides Mother? to uh, make it an introduction to a new member of AEW. And it's one, Jay Lethal. This was cool. This, But to me, this signifies something. Because I think about this stuff. Now, he's not getting younger. He's nope. a couple years younger than I am. He's in his late 30s. And he deserves to get paid. 
However, he is the most loyalist of loyal Ring of Honor guys. And you would have to think, if there was even the slightest uh, belief that they're going to come back in April and I'm going to still be used, even on a night to night, they're going to use me because I'm their legend, that he may not sign this fucking quick. No. But he's the first one out the door yep. and signed somewhere else. That tells me there's not a lot of confidence in that locker yeah. room. The Ring of Honor is going to be anywhere. When the rats the are leaping off the ship, yeah. it's time to abandon that ship. I mean, look ship. at the Briscoes are already GCW tag champs and working Defy. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lethal's under contract to AEW. Good signing on his part because he could be another Bobby Fish. They need guys like that. Go ahead. I think you had something to say, Joe. Uh, yes. So, good old JR tweeted one database over there today. And he says this. After giving it some thought... This is a good sign by AEW because Jay Lethal can help the mid-carters get up. And then in this very room, <laughs> right after Jay Lethal <laughs> were shown and signed, because then Jay Lethal's like, hey, I want to take on Guevara for the TNT title. That's happening Wednesday. One database goes, this is a great hire for them <laughs> so they can help the mid-carters get up. <laughs> he heard it somewhere and it was really smart. Yeah. Is, there, is there an echo in here? <laughs> oh, there's an echo in here. Three days later, he's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> he's right. It's going to be a good It's a good sign. He'll work dark. He'll get good matches on Dynamite and Rampage. He'll be competitive. He'll win the ones he needs to win, mm-hmm. and he'll lose the ones he needs to lose. You know who the Lucha Brothers should beat are the Briscoes. Funny you say that. So I happen to know of a list of the talent from Ring of Honor that Tony Khan is at least. Is it the list of database? Uh, it could be. But these are the these are the names he's you know he's kicking the tires on. Mm-hmm. You know he's like yeah, that looks good. The Briscoe brothers, yeah. Dalton Castle. I think just for you guys uh, like him, I don't. Care. I think just for like that one. I'll be honest, that one puzzles me because his, he's he's got a broken back. He's damaged goods. Yep. Um, that's a total impact hire for me. But but whatever, that's what he's looking at. Bandito. And Jonathan Gresham. There it is. <laughs> yeah. That's the I, I, I hope I hope Dan Housen gets it only for the comedy. <laughs> comedy for the for comedy. The for the comedy. I Come mean, on. Have... When, he, when he went to an A and W asking Con for a contract and a hamburger. You know Come, he's you yeah. know he's talked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would want him to come in just for the comedy. Too. Yes. Like he, yeah. Total. He would be like, uh, uh, of course, I wouldn't mind him going to MLW because I like the idea of Warhausen getting back together as yeah. a tag team with Warhorse. <laughs> Warhausen. Uh, that'd like, be fun. I, I just want to because the, I just want him to because him, of him on the Elite would be fucking. Him and MJF Dude, are fantastic. Him on commentary with Taz. Can you imagine him uh, yeah, on Dark Rampage? Evolution at Rampage? No swearing. When someone swears, no swearing. Oh my <laughs> but God. like because like I'm watching I've I've seen his blog a couple times and it's like him at a Comic Con and he's with MJF and MJF he's like, Look, we're both rich, and he puts like a fake scarf over himself <laughs> and he's like, See, I'm rich like you. And he's like, get away from me. Security, get this. Fucker away from me. There, no was a, there was a picture taken at that photo thing, and he sells it as a shirt. He sells it as a shirt so now. Bad. He wants the money. <laughs> I want like, the money. That's all I want him for. Like, I he's a, okay. He's a good wrestler, but I want it for the comedy. Yeah, you know. God damn it! Come on, all, so all the housings. That's so good. So let's go to the main event for the AEW World Championship as one. Oh, hang hold on, hold on, hold on. I apologize. I don't oh. want to cut you off there. Okay, but while I, I brought, but while I brought him up, did you see the advertisement today? For Terminus Wrestling. 
Oh, uh, our uh, Jonathan Gresham's. Jonathan Gresham, Terminus Modern Grappling. It's uh, January 16th, 2022 from Atlanta, Georgia. It's Jonathan Gresham's first promoted show. From the video, they don't say any names, but you could see there's, there's pictures in the background, like a video in the background of Atlanta. It sure looks like he's saying the main event is Jonathan Gresham versus Josh Alexander. Damn. Which would be a fucking tight wrestling match. Special referee, ludicrous. Right. So there's that. But I'm interested in what modern grappling, like what's this spinning going to be? Is it purely technical? Is it modern shoot? I mean, what, what does that mean? I'm intrigued. So I'm going to My guess will be it. something, some hybrid of like Ring of Honor and New Japan. It's my guess. Yeah. Because he's going to be connected to New Japan. They've already kind of made that He fits deal. in New Japan. Okay. The junior division is what they're yeah. using. And they need someone in the junior division. Mm-hmm. Speaking of New Japan in the heavyweight division, former North American champion Bronson Reed debuted in New Japan yep. under his old moniker of Jonah. He used to be Jonah Rock, but now he's just Jonah. I like Jonah Rock. It's a good name. Well, WWE didn't think so. Not one bit. <laughs> well, you know, not as good as Bronson Reed. They voted for Trump, so you know. <laughs> so for the AEW Championship, what'd hey, you th- huh? What do you think of the video of Paige coming in? I liked horse? it. I liked it. Did you see Dark Order running through the corridor? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, as Hangman Adam Page defeats one Kenny Omega to become the new AEW. Heavyweight champion, 25 minutes and 20, uh, 35 seconds. That's two and a half years in the making. It was cathartic. The crowd popped like hell. Yep. Um, before Corey gives you a thing, we, Corey brought it up that one Tony Khan had this idea. He had the four champions set. Jericho, Mox, Omega, and Hangman. Someone post, posted this photo, and I blew my mind. The first, uh, the first all-out mm-hmm. poster. Who were the four guys on the poster? Hang, uh, was uh, Jericho, Moxie behind him. On the other side of the logo was Omega and Hangman. All four. Wrestling is so much better when the booker has a game plan that's long-term and goes with it. It's every okay. Every time in wrestling history, there's been a boom. That's been the way it is, except for the Attitude Era. Yeah. So and now everybody keeps going after the Attitude Era of just winging it on the fly. We'll figure it out. And instead, finally, somebody in America, because New Japan certainly is booked long term forever. Someone is finally doing it, and it's working. It's it's got benefits. You don't have a moment like last night or two nights ago or three nights ago. Two, two nights, nights ago. They all meld together. Three nights ago, actually. Yeah, three. Yeah. Wait. No, it's Monday. Yeah, three. Two. Two. A week yeah, ago. Two. Hey, whatever yeah. it fucking happened. Last week, Survivor yes. Series. You don't have a moment where that crowd just erupts in joy because the guy came back from his demons, from losing everything, from being unsure of himself um, to win. And I like the fact that going into it, once again, it's AEW, so going into it, there's that 50-50 chance that he's going to win or not going to win. Because the fact going into it, all of us was like, we think Hangman's going to win. Well, don't put all of me in there. I thought Omega would win. 
lump me in with okay. you. Okay, well, you thought Omega, but I think me and Corey were like, I, I think we think Hangman's going to win. But we don't know. But I know. can see Omega winning. You know, but uh, there's that but of, are they ready for him to take well, the take the keys to the well, car? As we and talked see about last goes. week, like if they didn't if this time, you might as well just give up. Yeah, yeah. it was never going to work. So Corey, where'd you give this match? This match got three and three quarters. Good match that delivered on finishing this two and a half year chapter. The Bucks didn't stop Hangman, and Omega lost clean. Mm-hmm. That's going to play out. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Hangman can take the ball and run. I think he can, for what it's worth. Final verdict. Dun, damn, dun. damn good show, but following all out was a tall order. Yeah. Definitely worth watching, though, as they continue to deliver. This was a damn good show. A damn good pay-per-view. Strong. No weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, um, top to bottom, this Except was all killer, no filler. You need that. You need that filler, Cody. Um, well, now my favorite part of what we get to talk about. What is next? Oh, true, but let's do the rewards. Remember, we're gonna start doing that for previous current. That's right. So, boss man. But before we do the awards, we can't do the bad rate. ratings. No, bad I'm going back a year. Okay. For last year's roster and matches, uh, the buy-in was Deeb defeating uh, Allison K. Uh, K. Oh, I forgot she was there for her. Jesus. The first match of the night, Kenny Omega defeating Hangman Page in the... The world title. Eliminator Eliminator tournament. tournament. Then it was Orange Cassidy defeating John Silver. I remember that. Darby Allin defeating Cody Rhodes for the AEW title. Sheeta defeating Nyla... TNT title? Oh, sorry, TNT. I was like, nope. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Sheeta defeating Nyla Rose... uh, for the women's championship. That was a good match. Young Bucks defeating FTR for the AEW titles. Yep. Not too long. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, that went 28. Everything else is under 20 on that night. Matt Hardy defeating Sammy Guevara in the Elite Deletion match. Uh, MJF defeating Chris Jericho. And this is what if, if MJF won, he would uh, join uh, Inner Circle. And then the main event was John Moxley defeating Eddie Kingston. I love that match. I mean, it's still a good card, but this one blows it out of the water. I mean, Jesus, man. How crazy. Look, but look at the storytelling. The first match of the night is Hangman versus pa- uh, Omega. The next following year, the last match is Hangman versus Omega. Can you believe there are people online who are criticizing that? Oh, they just gave us the same match a year later. That's not long-term storyline. That's not long-term storytelling. It's literally a year. They said, that's just lazy booking. No. And I'm like, okay, so... And by the way, they all have, like, Roman Reign pictures as their... Checks out. It's my tribal chief. The wallpaper. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, okay, but... But uh, just because you've been conditioned to not understand what long-term storyline is, which pisses me off. I'm going to reiterate this on here. and I, I don't speak for you. I want to like WWE. I've watched it since I was eight. I don't want to trash it. I don't want it to be this goddamn bad. But it is, and I'm going to be honest, because I feel like I need to be. I have a platform here, as small as it may be, and this is what hey, I cover. We are giant in, like, Huge. Kansas and Oklahoma. That's Huge. true. Oh, goddamn. Fucking big over there. I was like Kansas. So anyway. Uh, Bob Dole. I Bob want Dole. them to be good, and I hope they are again one day. Well, you know. And I'll be fucking happy if they are. 
It will be when they are um, AEW presents right? Monday Night Raw. But I finally got to the point where I think it's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm with too you. too far. I'm with you. They've gone too far. Well, I'm band. with you. Okay. Because uh, you know my feelings. I don't ever like talking about this long about WWE. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's... I think it can happen, but not with anybody who's currently in power. None of those people yep. can be in charge. None of them. And I'm including Triple H in that at this point. I at this point, dead. he doesn't he have... <laughs> Any cachet, so he's just on a pulse. Uh, you know, he went to Coffin's R Us, got him, got him a, a nice uh, coffin there. But yeah, he like he doesn't have the cachet anymore to like inspire those people. Oh, they no, would they, need an entirely new creative team. Yeah, no, they do entirely. They need, they need new roster more, too. They need more wrestlers to be writers. Here's and the help. nasty little secret: they had 300 people on a contract, got rid of a bunch, but they need a new they need a new roster. They didn't yep. get rid of the right bunch. Yeah, yeah. Like always with their cuts, they didn't get rid of the right people. And here's a nasty little thing that scares me. They keep cutting people who aren't on TV. Every time they've had a boom, it's because they've allowed another place yep. to build up nice young talent. For them, to And then they go away and steal them. It happened in the National Expansion in 84. Happened in 96, 97. That Attitude Era that everybody looks at with their WF, that's all WCW talent. Yep, every bit of it, except for The Rock. Except for The Rock. Every bit of the it is Rock WCW is the talent. The only one. Uh, and Kane. I Sean, I guess. And Sean and Kane, yeah. yeah. But, but Taker was. They, uh, but he's out after 98, so yeah, it's all WCW Taker, talent. Taker, Austin. I'll quickly bring this one up. Foley. That Khan has come Foley. up and uh, said that he won't release people from the contracts and just let, it, let them go. If they don't, if he doesn't want to resign them, he'll just let them let the contract run out instead of, you know what, we're gonna let you go two weeks before your contract. Hey, what happened to Jelly Nutella? What happened? Did you see Joey Janela? Yeah, he's that's, that's he's, a weird question to ask me. He's the nope. main one. No, but did you see his post? Does he not feel too good about GCW and his standing? Should he feel good about his standing? Because in GCW? he came out, he's like, man, I. I really let myself, my company down during the pandemic. He came out and he's like, I, I got uh, unmotivated. I got, you know, I, I like, I need a crowd. Without a crowd, I just, I lost all passion. I lost mm-hmm. all work. I gained weight. But the whole thing was, okay, my contract's up in like six months with AEW and I really need to earn that, that new contract. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like gonzo about earning the contract and staying around. What changed? I wonder. What Some, happened all of a sudden that he's like, man, I got to stay with AEW. Somebody saw him wrestle? <laughs> I don't know, but like, that motherfucker was as good as out the door by his own happiness. Yeah, yeah. a year ago. And now all of a sudden. Let's go team. On social, I got to get motivated again. I got to get re-signed. It's important. There's something special here and I need to be. Interesting. Mm, we'll find out in a couple Well, months. you know, a year he ago got, they didn't have um, Punk and He got unmotivated. The honest truth is he got unmotivated. Because he believed, and nobody told him, but he believed he was going to be a main event worker. Don't know who the fuck told you that. And like, then when he realized he was not going to be, he got pissy. He has. Yeah. He is a worse version of Marty Jannetty. He's an okay. Nobody cares. To me, he's an okay undercard talent on a major league roster. Mm-hmm. On the indies, he could be more than that. That's fine. But he just doesn't have the talent to go higher than that. When you do have that, that talent, that right is there. why that is why he has had one main event match, and it was a unsanctioned match with Moxley to do the GCW style before on Dynamite. Before they got on TV, when it was yeah. it was one of those fighter fests. And I got some news, bad news for Janela. That match he had with Moxley, you got a Dean Ambrose hardcore match. You didn't get John Moxley and CZW. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get that kind was, of match. He was still. You don't want that smoke. <laughs> he was still shaking off the rust. Right. Russell. You don't want that smoke. <laughs> 
But so the smoke we're going to give you right now is the award show the award for, show. for uh, Full Gear. So, guys, best match. I went MJF and Darby. I did as well. We're going to main event. Oh, I was going to go yeah. Cody. Cody. Mike uh, is the well, biggest. I mean, that's, just, that's just a given. I mean, yeah. I have to pick something else. Uh, don't My worry. Uh, worst match of the night. Cody. Cody. The tag. It's the tag. Should I go Brit and Ty Conti? Okay. Because five it, of the six in that other match were really good. I can't in clear conscious the, um, yeah. do Ty Conti's ass that way. I can do Ty Conti's any way she fucking wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I she, realized my wording was you, odd. You know, <laughs> she, can be my, she can be my GPS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, however she wants it, she can get it. That's a good point. I choose my words. It's the only salad I like. Ha ha! So, like. Yeah, it wasn't great, but she gets a pass for me, dog. Cody, however, gets no passes, <laughs> even though he cured racism, had a mixed race baby. That's true. Uh, who is your MVP? This is interesting. Uh, to me, it's Hangman Page. You delivered in the main event. Uh, my biggest concern was getting to that part, and he wasn't going to deliver. And I felt he did deliver. You don't think the lights were too bright for him? It, no, I don't think they were. I agree. It's got to be hanging. Yeah, it it's is. two and a half years. However, I, I want to say this now because I might forget. Uh, and I've not always been the biggest Kenny Omega dude. He deserves a lot of praise for this past year. He, at points, carried creatively. Um, I have This something. company and everything else. Yeah. Like, a hell of a year. And I hope he gets the time off he needs because I saw a video today on Twitter that dude is in rough shape. I'm going to say this on air before Joe says what he's going to say because I want us to remember it. Yeah. At the end of the year, before they come out, we should give our top 10 PWI for the year. We should. We should give our top 10 wrestlers of the year. In fact, uh, that's good. We'll do it. Um, it's marked down. It's done. Now, Jobin. Well, Lola was a mullet. That's terrible. Hang um, I I had. He's looking at football scores. Yeah, I'm fantasy. trying to find my fantasy guys. Thanks. Find Ty Conti's ass. I understand. No, that's I don't fine. Blame him. Do you guys mind? Or can I go in the God. other room for a minute? Yeah, it's hey, big day. At least this time you asked and didn't just whip it out. Yeah, I'm sorry guys. Uh, my MVP is um, it's Hangman finally getting that uh, getting that W. And don't miss out the symbolism of him throwing the beer down and embracing Dark Order. Where is that? Dang it. I had it. I had uh, a uh, someone put a thing what Omega has done for the year. And Everything. It's huge. No, I mean, huge. huge. He made Impact at least be on the radar. May not mm-hmm. have brought a lot of life into it, but that's, that's asking too much. From the head. Yeah. That's asking. A, that's a tall order. Because he. Let me, go ahead. Corey will get this, I think, more than Joe. He even got to a point where even Cornette didn't hate him as much as he hated him. He even brought Cornette around tiny bit. He a had tiny to be, bit. He had to begrudgingly admit he's done a good job. Because yep. uh, like once, and this has been my criticism. Like once he just gets to wrestling, like I still think he's overrated, but like he can, he is more than competent in the ring when he just can do a story. He can deliver. And you know what he improved on was his um, charisma mm-hmm. and his attitude, his ability to cut a promo. They were all okay. I mean, he wasn't, like, embarrassing in those levels, but he just wasn't top yeah. tier. And I'm still not going to say he's absolute top tier, but he's improved a lot. And he became 
I'll say, in my opinion, he became a true ace. A guy who could be at that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to put his name there now. Yeah. A lot of people didn't think it would work. <laughs> make a difference, right? Mike, make a difference. <laughs> Can you start wearing that jacket? I already have two of them. <laughs> two of them. Well, don't humble brag. Uh, Jesus, really? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Omega has a injured shoulder, and basically it's just saying how he can't lift it right now. So he can't lift over forty pounds with that arm, and had that match the other night. So he has that, and also throughout the whole year he's been hurt, but he's helped try and put over Dante Martin. Uh, he's had vertigo. He said there's been times where wrestling in the ring where he can't, like, the ring is moving so fast he can't, like, figure out where he is. It's a problem when you do much flips. <laughs> but yet he's still had those good matches. I hope, I hope that motherfucker takes two to three months off. He deserves it. Honestly, I would be okay with not even being at the revolution. Just yeah. kind of not having a big match until, let, like, April. Let the elite shit cook up without him. Yeah. And then when he comes back, that could be the tipping point for whatever like, Cole's going to do. Oh, you know, I'm still here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just because I lost the one match. Uh, so who's your mode, Dip, guys? Uh, Cody. Cody. Yeah. The other three guys in that match are over, and he brought them down. Even Andrade's getting over with that crowd. It's taken a while, but he's getting there. Malachi's monster over, and so is Pac. That crowd loves Pac. And that dude brought that match down to Cody a... Cody is just... Oh. He's going to look awesome on Raw in the year. And he doesn't get it. I'm sure he thinks, man, Andrade's just not working out. That crowd wasn't into it at all. It's convenient when you were in the ring with him, though. It's weird. <laughs> they were in awe. So, guys. <laughs> they were in awe of me. WTF. Um, there have been people, and I'm going to knock this out of the... Oh, that's the greatest long-term storyline ever told. No, it's not. Nope. Just calm the fuck down. That's Sting and Hogan, first of all. Uh, or, or the Mega Powers, I it's guess. It's the Mega Powers. For Corey. I, for me, it's Sting and Hogan. But for a lot of people, it's Austin and McMahon. I'm like, no, that didn't have an no. ending. That's it, terrible. That's still it, happening. Yeah. That is still going on. Yeah. By it, the way. It captivated for about a year and then just you know, kept going. I think there's two options. It's either Sting and Hogan. Or the Mega Powers. Or the Mega Powers. I agree with that. I agree with that. What do you think, Joe? I give it to the Mega Powers only because the ending wasn't blown. Greatest, Jesus, Joe. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to find the information. Greatest long-term story in the history of the business. Mega powers. Mega powers. Okay. Yeah, because Sting and Hogan, it was botched by Hogan. Yeah. By his own doing. You're not wrong. Mega powers wasn't botched. Brother. Dude. Oh, by the way, happy birthday. Today would have been Macho Man Ranch just Savage. his 69th birthday. Nice. Nice. Ooh. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm celebrating in heaven, if you know what I mean. Snap into a guardrail. By osmosis. What's your WTF? My WTF, way to go, man. Yeah. Kick it out. You, you, it's top to bottom, solid fucking pay-per-view. I'm intrigued with what January's Battle of the Belts TV special will bring. The first of their Clash of Champions type things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do they save Paige and Danielson for Battle of the Belts? Or do they do it before then? Good question. I would save it. A little bit up a little bit. Have it be the big match on that first special. Make that special. Because this special, if it, I mean, they're supposed to have four a year. But if this pulls in a shit rating. Yeah, they're not going to have four. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to have some big matches. I think that's the biggest world title match you could put on there right now. 
I, uh, yeah, it's not bad. Here's my... And if you really want to get the crowd worked, Dev Daniels will win it. I think that's too short for Hangman, but at the same time, we talked about it live that night. I don't particularly think this is a title reign that needs, needs to be long. He you t- don't need a year-long reign. I, com- I think to Revolution. You completed the story. It's a feel-good moment. He's made... Theoretically, he still needs to have a good title reign, maybe a couple of good title matches, but it doesn't have to be a year long like Omega's. No. It, it could be just a couple, three, four months. Then you go on. Uh, it might help him in the run, too. Yeah. Short run. My, uh, that's, mine's, a weird, that's a weird fucking team. Yep. Mine is similar to Corey's in that, so not, this is a proof that not every fucking pay per view needs to be WrestleMania. Like, All Out was bonkers as fuck. You couldn't, you A, couldn't do that again, and B, you don't need to. And they didn't try. This was a fantastic pay-per-view that I felt you got your money's worth that wasn't an all-time great pay-per-view. They don't all need to be. And you know what? They don't. Another thing that WWE could definitely learn from AEW, and even though their pay-per-views have been hit or miss sometimes... This has been the constant since they've been on TV anyway. And that is every single match on the pay-per-view had some build to it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just thrown together and here you go. There was a reason for each match to happen. And it makes a difference. You're invested in every match. Because it's like, all right, I've seen what's led up to this. Let's see how it goes. Instead of just saying, yeah, Cesaro and Kofi, go out there. But but during that match, it's just, oh, Roman Reigns later tonight. Like, they, they ignore everything else that's happening except for the main event, which this company does not do. They'll bring it up, but they'll go back to the action in the ring. Like, boom, oh, look at that move here by blah, blah. Yeah, you want to know the complete opposite? Joe, I believe we have a pie and sell. We'll get there in a minute. Uh, my WTF is uh, another good show. It's another good show. Another good show. They have, yeah. They've had a good year this year. Um, before we move on. A couple on. of those 2020 pay-per-views. I don't know if it's because it was the pandemic and they were stuck in Daly's place. Uh, I know the All Out 2020. I give that a pass just because yeah. of the heat. Yeah. Those guys were dying in there. So, uh, Hangman, uh, before we move on, Hangman did a uh, shares his thoughts about being crowned after being crowned champion at Full Gear. So, he has a little dec- a decree of what he'd be doing yeah. as champion now. Uh, Hangman Adam Page is declaring the Wednesday, November 17th at the first national, will be known as the first <laughs> national cowboy shit day and will be celebrated live in his home state for Dynamite. Uh, Hangman Adam Page will continue to increase his strength in cardiovascular training, add additional dynamics and static stretching to his routine to limber out his rigged frame, and study the vegan diet in order to prepare for the number one contender, Brian Danielson. <laughs> as champion, <laughs> Hangman Adam Page will welcome all challengers as an AEWC's fit, but please, God, don't make him fight Warlow and his big muscle tits again. <laughs> After seeing the unofficial, authorized, and most brilliant display of I Don't Give a Shit About Copyright, The Good, The Bad, and The Elite series on YouTube, Hangman Adam Page reduces leverage as champion to get that guy a job or at least a very nice letter in a fruit basket. <laughs> uh, with the bonus payment that comes with the winning the AEW Championship, Hangman Adam Page will trade in his gas-guzzling truck for electric vehicle in an effort to reduce plant warming emissions and encourage others to make the switch when they see how badass it looks with the steer horns, steer, steer horns. horns mounted on the front or, or whatever. What a Tesla with steel horns. 
Hangman Adam Page would like to send in, and he wants to thank all the fans. But he's going to, uh, that's his decree for uh, them. And then on AEW, by the way, the match, the cards that we have for a bit. Sammy Guevara is defending the TNT title against Jay Lethal. Be a good match. Brian Danielson will be taking on Evil Uno. Again, part of Hangman Page's friends, so. Uh, TBS. He went through them for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. TBS quarterfinals, Nyla Rose versus Sheeta. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Nyla Rose is going to win this chair. The Butcher and the Blade takes on Orange Cassidy and uh, Big Tom. Can I go clock, uh, clock in? Oh, shit. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Big Tom hates working in the U.S. Accurate. Just fucking hates it. But I'm glad he's here anyway. I love the fact that Okada said that all of Best Friends are in chaos now. Not just Chuck E.T. and Trent, but all of them. I have a... Because I I love the idea of Big Tom and Orange Cassidy being in the same group. Does Big Tom like it? (laughs) I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, But Ishii is going to be there. And uh, we can't wait. It was cool. Uh, Tony Khan was promoting the show, and he posted a photo of him with Orange Cassidy on the phone, and he's like, this is the exact moment that Gato said that we can take Ishii. <laughs> like, so he has a, like, they both have smiles on their faces, and it's just like, at this moment, we found out that we have Ishii for Dynamite. Nice. So. Bring your lunch pill, folks. I remember, I don't know what we were talking about, best friends and Hangman, it made me remember the, do you remember watching the, behind the or being the elite, when Hangman was still in the elite and on the verge of leaving, and best friends corner him in the shower to get advice on how to beat the Young Bucks. Oh, yeah. And they, he's naked but drinking a beer. And they black out the crotch area. But there's a really long bar going down. <laughs> and Trent and Chucky e. T, like, are just, they're gobsmacked. But Orange Cassie's just not too cool for school. Like, as this giant dong is just, like, standing at home. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we go from that to <laughs> this. Next oh. Sunday is Survivor Series. Oh, God. So we get to mark out why no do you hate so. Us, Joe? I, why does why the do you, WWE hate Why us? do you hate America? Let, the question is, why does the WWE Let's hate mark us? out no so. On Wikipedia, there's four. Four? However, oh, right. however they added two tonight. God damn it. Uh, well, what are the two they added? Damien Priest takes on Shinsuke Nakamura. That makes sense. The mid-card champions. Man, will there be any less of a fuck given in that match? Yeah. Jesus if Shinsuke Christ. Can give, if Shinsuke can give half a fuck, then I'll mark out because I've never seen it, and I like both guys. But uh, I don't As they report that Shinsuke has defended his IC title twice. So that checks out. Sounds about right. Since winning. Remember when that belt mattered, Corey? Yes. yes. Remember when that was important and it was cool? Uh, this, uh, this match has been added. RK Bro versus the Usos. Nope. Tag champs versus tag champs. Yep. I'm a no sell because yep. RK Bro, I can't get into. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Big E versus Roman Reigns. Champion versus champion. No sell. No. No. Can't get into it. This should, right. be, this should have been your main event. WrestleMania. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Only, Fuck, if no. only if Becky shoots on her, which she has been. No, I mean, not. in the ring. Oh, I hope so. But <laughs> she won't. Though. In, in the Charlotte's radio, probably going to win. In the interview world, yes. Yeah, I'm sure Charlotte will win. Uh, the women's. So no sell. No sell. Got it. For the women's Survivor Series match, five on five. Team Raw, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina versus SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and to be announced since they took off 
Aaliyah last week. So here's what they did. Aaliyah wrestles Natalia on SmackDown, right? Beats her. Wins her first match, and as a reward, gets taken off the Survivor Series team because you're not good enough to be on it. But the person she beat still on the team. Yep. So then... <laughs> that's, that's a no for me, dog. Okay. <laughs> so then the Team Raw for the men, uh, for the Survivor Series for the men, Team Raw, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Bobby Lashley. Out already out. Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins on the don't same worry. team. Don't worry. Hey, don't worry. Tonight on Raw, Seth Rollins is facing Finn Balor. God damn it. And then on Team SmackDown... Can Smack- they coexist? That's a valid question. On We've been Team asking S- that question since 1996. And then on Team Raw... We oh, have, Team SmackDown, you mean? Uh, no, it's Team Raw. Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, <laughs> oh, yeah, King right. Woods, uh-huh. Happy Corbin, yep. and to be announced, because they did Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn, the only true member of SmackDown, and, he's got and he got taken off. On, so, All I got news for, I watched SmackDown. Yeah. Jeff Hardy is... 2009 level over, and they're not using them for shit. That crowd. Leg gasp. He showed up. Leg gasp. Sami Zayn was giving himself a pep talk in the mirror, and they they pan out, and Jeff Hardy's just standing against the wall watching him. That crowd popped like Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant, just at the mere sight of Jeff Hardy. And they're not doing fuck all of them. How? <laughs> My favorite thing was I sent I was sending all you guys the photos of like the announcements since we announced the teams on social media. Instead of having the three-hour show that we can do matches, and I sent it to Rick, and Rick's like, "Huh, that's odd. It's six on five because of happy uh, with Madcap is <laughs> with, uh, with Corbin." I'm like, "Yeah, six on five checks out." So we talked about like Eddie Kingston just having this natural connection with the audience, like Mick so Foley. It's weird that Hardy is one of those people. Because he has done everything in his power to... Fuck it up. Shit all over the fans. I, th- I think... It's crazy. I think all they of still his, love him. I think all of his fuck-ups have helped him. Because, one, he's never backed down from any of them. He's never made excuses for any of them. He's owned up to every one of them. And I think they see him as one of them, you know? He fucks up, but he tries to come it's back. It's craziness. That crowd is in love with Jeff Hardy. How do you not push him to at least a feud with Roman for a couple months? Yeah, he's not going to win the title. No. But that's not what it's about. I don't know. That's a no-sell for me, though, dog. And uh, ain't really looking forward to that pay-per-view, i got to be honest with you. But hey, it's the last one of the year. For now. Oh, I forgot they added NXT War Games in December. Yeah, they added not War Games. There. Not, no. not TakeOver. The TakeOver's gone. War Games are in. War Games. And, There's no group. And I, and I, sent, the, I sent the text to everybody. Who the hell are they going to put in? There's no groups feuding. There's no factions big enough. Is it just going to be random job guys inside a War Games match? Here you go. Yeah. Here's Johnny Gargano, Braun Breaker, Von Wagner, and... Well, no, no. Von Wagner's on a bodyguard for Pierce on SmackDown, so... Oh, yeah. Wagner's gone. Fucking... And, uh... Solo Sokoa on one team... I, uh, it's just I don't know. So yeah, WWE, you're looking good. Fix your shit. We've been saying that since about 2006. That's true. Let's move on. And now we wish it was 2006 again because oh that looks fucking god. like great compared to now. <laughs> like, oh god, the golden years, Mike. <laughs> Jesus. Who would have thought we'd long for the days of the Spirit Squad to get a good television show, Mikey? Mickey, Mickey, and the other Kenny. Yeah, who's now a? I kid you not, Kenny Doan 
is a trainer in NXT. He was the best one out of all of them. Yeah, but if you've lost some until of the Dolph trainer, got to it, if you lost some of the trainers they lost and Kenny's who you replaced them with, yeah, ain't good. It's like Pete Gasty generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not good, Bob. But you know what is good, guys? I think my mom. I think my grandmother had a couch in the fabric Jerry Lawler is wearing. And the pillows for the ticker's gloves. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to our, our cards. Ooh, it's fantasy time. Fantasy. It is literally fantasy time. I will go last, if you don't mind. Okay. You can go first then, Joe. Okay. So mine is the Fat Tammy Memorial. God damn it. And we're at the Fat Tammy Ranch. Fat Tammy Ranch. She's not it's dead. Hidden Valley. It's, an, it's, hidden, it's Ranch Hidden Valley. Do you, are you wrestling inside the barn? Yes, we are. Okay. So we're wrestling in a barn from the horses and the animals and Tammy. So our, our Wait, fr- it's a memorial. She can't be there. No, she, she, yeah, she's alive. <laughs> <laughs> our first match is a tables match. And it's a, uh, as we call it, the Thanksgiving table match as it's, it, you know. It's Got for all her, the goodens on it? it? Yeah, for her to eat. Jesus Christ. Your own brother. And it's going to be uh, <laughs> Bubba and, and uh, Devon taking on Kip and PJ James. <laughs> the Voodoo Ken Mafia? With Conan, who is injured because he uh, broke Got in his, the way of Tammy when she was reaching for that drumstick. Well, broke his hand because of Tammy. Oh, no. Told you I'd put your hand on that chair. Uh, and BG and Kip James win. God damn it. Because they invented the tables. God damn it. Fucking James gang. Our next match is a Twinkie on a pole match between Rhino and Raven. Winner, Tammy. She climbed it. You're right. (laughs) Shit, she did. She bent the bar down. Our next match is a one lucky winner gets one night with Tammy. Lance Hoyt versus... Sen Chi versus Roderick Strong, the young boys. God damn it. <laughs> Who wins? Loki. <laughs> God damn it. And our next and our final main event for the Tammy Championship. Kevin Nash versus Scott Steiner in a asylum match. God damn it. This fucking guy. I'm just uh, upset he didn't have anyone going to the stalls and have the horse kick him in the head. Sadly, the, uh, sadly, uh, the match ends at a no DQ because Tammy got really hungry and then destroyed the farmhouse. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, Joe. That was some Nick Cage-ass wrestling oh right there. Oh, my God. That high praise. That was different. All right. Well, I, look who I drafted. All WWE. I mean, you, in tanked, a way. you tanked it on purpose, though, but you got to put yourself to blame. I didn't tank it. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, my God. That was a horrendous, horrendous crash. Fine with me. <laughs> C minus. Four out of ten, Brett. Say yes. All right. My card. TNA presents Salem Slaughter Ooh. live from the Salem Fairgrounds. Your attendance, 1,253 people. I like it. Your opening match. Christopher Daniels defeats Kenny King and Petey Williams. Ooh, it's a good match. Yeah, it is. And in a hardcore match that goes everywhere and does everything that's bad, 
Spike Dudley defeats PCO. Oh, there it is. That'd be fun. <laughs> Your co-main. LAX defeats Ron Killings and Monty Brown. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, your main event had to be the main event. Sam Joe defeating Christian Cage and Jeff Jarrett. Good triple threat. Mm-hmm. It's a good piece of business. Mine is a TNA house show at the Eugene Fairgrounds, Ooh. where I went and saw my first couple of wrestling shows. Uh, attendance, uh, a good thousand people there. Match number one, get the kids into it. Eric Young defeats Shark Boy. Who bites the ref on the ass? What? Yeah. Match number two, Bobby Roode cheats, puts his feet on the ropes, and beats Jay Lethal. Match number three, your technical work rate. Chris Sabin defeats Jerry Lynn in about 22 minutes. Mr. JL. Matt, next is a hardcore, or Eugene hardcore challenge. As Abyss defeats Cowboy James Storm after. Uh, Black hole slamming him on some thumbtacks. Jesus fuck. And and oh god, who knows what we're in for now? After that, after they clean the ring, a state of the business address with Jim Cornette. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Where he goes about twenty minutes, just lambasting everything and everyone. The main event. AJ Styles defeats Sting and Alex Shelley in a three-way. That's my card. There it is. Nice. Joe, yes. I, I, I fear asking you this. I, yeah. yeah. What are we drafting next week? Well, since I am a busy man, and of course, of course, of course. a man of many, many tools, many tools. I mean, Fat Tammy can't eat herself. Can't. She tried once, and we had to help. We had to get a forklift and crane to get her out. <laughs> so next week, <sighs> I thought about it, and I was like, you know, what? let's do something simple. Let's do something fun, and then. You guys guessed it, kind of, just a bit ago. As next week, we'll be drafting, as you guys were just putting it, the glory days, the, t- the 2006 roster of WWE slash WWE CW. Okay. Like a month time frame or just the full roster? So, for it's, so as of December. As of December, you can go to December 30th. Okay. There are 124 people. Okay. So, 2006. I was honestly going to do 2007. And then I was like, let's go back to 2006. If we were doing 2007, I would have requested before June 22nd. (laughs) June 24th. So, you you can go to December 30th of 2006 for the roster. All right. Okay. I. I. Bowdy, 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 bowdy. It's uh, 12 people. Uh, we'll just figure that out. So yeah. be, we can do a couple. We can do a little more this time. Yeah, there's about 100 and something. There, yeah. There's some tag and some women. That's about it. About it. What are they? What are they? Um, not much else, I guess. Mm, you know, we have the. Cost my salad, peel my potato. We have Survivor Series to kind of. <laughs> I wonder who told standards and practices. You know what he's saying, right? Like, who's the biggest snitch in WCW disco. at the time? Disco. Probably Disco. Uh, Prestige Wrestling. Please stream it. That's their... They have a fucking... Oh. That is a huge... And before we take off, Pow Wrestling returning to the historic... Pow! MacArthur, MacArthur Court. Court. Yeah, I am fucking pumped. I have never been there. 
I'm fucking excited as shit, dude. I had the same exact thought process as the um, as the head honcho at Power Up Pro Wrestling. He tweeted something about it. And it's funny. I said, I th- in my head, I thought the same thing when I heard where they were having it. Because we talked about it last week. Because they said it's going to be at a, like a legendary like a historic, historic venue. venue. And I was venue. like, where in Eugene or this area? Yeah. Being the monster fans we are, he tweeted, "I can't believe I'm promoting a show at the same place that Elvis Presley performed." But Elvis Presley performed at Macarthur Court. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Two twice in 1976. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> yeah. So he's I, like, here we are. And that's the first I, thing I thought of. Too. That's wow. fucking crazy. I, I've cool. seen, I've seen like Elvis and Beetle ticket stubs. Yeah, and it's like three dollars. Oh yeah, back then that was like good. The Beatles before there too. Well, no, no, but, but like, like I've seen, like, like, I've seen it at someone's house. Like they had like a, a plaque because oh they no, they had a uh, Beatles. Um, I think they came. I think the closest Beatles came was Seattle. I believe. Yeah, I think so. Seattle. It was a um, vinyl player, mm-hmm. and they it, the whole thing was it was Beatles like photos or like it was a Beatles theme one. And they had ticket stubs, and it's like three dollars. In fact, it was um, it was Thanksgiving '76. He was here the twenty fourth. Thanksgiving was the twenty fifth, but the tickets sold out so fast on the twenty fourth they added the twenty sixth. He died in '77. Yeah. So he actually spent Thanksgiving, and uh, I think they went to Florence. The the group did, but that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I think, I, I want to say I think my aunt's mom went to Elvis. I had no idea he performed there. That is fucking bananas. My parents went to that show, and my mom had gone to an earlier one in Portland in seventy. Whoa! So like, yeah, it's crazy. It's Whoa! Nuts, right. Well, the history well, in that building. We ain't nothing but hound dogs, and if you couldn't listen to us live... You fucked up! You can go fucked to, up! You can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all so, of our podcasts. Seriously, one of the coolest ever. Just, just dripping cool. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.